everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of Travel Notes, a show where we use music as a medium to discover ways in which we are all connected. I'm your host, Grace McNally, and today I'm joined with Azato, the artist behind the band Azato, a seven-piece Honolulu-based world roots and reggae band. They blend together Afro-Cuban, jazz, blues, Hawaiian, Samoan, classical, and African elements into their music. When he's not playing music, Azato is a teacher at an inner city school in Honolulu and has started a surf team for kids who otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to get out on the water. In the same community, he helps out at a nonprofit and has started a record label that gives low income students the opportunity to create and record their own music. Lots of really good stuff in this episode. And to kick off the conversation, Azato shares with me the story behind their unique name. So, Azato is actually. Fra Fra language, which is a tribe in northern Ghana. And um, so the meaning of Azato means joyful or smiley one. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a name that was given to me. I've lived quite a few different places, but um, when I was living in San Diego, was playing with quite a few different bands. And one of them was a Ghanaian high life band. Cool. And um, so the lead singer, her name is Akaya Atuli. That was her nickname for me, was Azato. And um, and so when with this this project, um, this is all my original music and um, do all the singing, songwriting, producing of, of the music. I didn't want it to be just lifting up my, my given name. So I really wanted the music, Azato, to be bringing joy and life and smile, you know, yeah music bumping you know people have a good time dancing all that also like you know the deeper conscious meaning of you know all the all the songs and music so that's a little bit of where yes so the name comes from with so many interesting influences in his music azato shares a little bit about his musical background and influences from his community and musical education one of my i'm a multi-instrumentalist but my actually primary instrument originally as a percussionist. So I've studied for many, many years, uh, West African, Djembe, Dundun, as well as Afro-Cuban, Brazilian cool. music as a, as a percussionist. So um, it's always real connected on, um, especially with African music. And so I've always loved high life and Afrobeat and yeah so yeah i had different opportunities to play with uh, bands from africa so it's been a a joy i mean i i love all world music but yeah do you have any indigenous like inspiration or in your music yeah so we've been um i've been based in honolulu hawaii on the island of oahu the last 14 years Mm -hmm. and um so I have roots here on one side of my family, but um, so yeah, it's it's a melting melting pot. So many different beautiful cultures in our islands, and so um, as far as my you know musical influences, is pretty vast. But um, you know the primary genre of most of what I write is reggae music and more specifically roots reggae music out of, you know, kind of a older style from the late 60s, 70s, um, out of Jamaica, you know, that has a lot of its roots in both um, 
African, you know, Naya Bingi drumming, mental music, as well as then, you know, infused with a lot of like the Western harmonies and, um, and, and rhythms as well. So, um, but also we have a real diverse band. Our, our drummer is Afro-Latino from Panama. So, um, and then both our horn players are all jazz musicians um and yeah and i love love jazz as well and then um you know one of our, our horn players is also also from the caribbean he's from martinique and then um our rhythm section our drummer guitars um and we have four-part harmonies in the band as well so the the bass player as well as the guitarist sing harmony and they're all Polynesian, so Samoan Hawaiian mix. Wow. Um, one is Hawaiian Japanese mix. And so, yeah, a real diverse international band. Traditionally, um, Hawaiian music was um, predominantly, you know, rhythm based, you know, so hipus, which are like the big gourds, as well as pahu drums, different drums, and then few melodic instruments pre-Western contact in the late 1700s. So there was nose flutes and, and different um, traditional instruments. And so traditionally, a lot of it was olis or chants. So we actually gave homage to that in our first song on the album, Kui Kapono, which is yeah. a traditional um, Hawaiian oli or chant, you know. And, um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of, that influence in our music um definitely not only the west african afro-cuban jazz reggae but then there's a lot of um polynesian influence especially samoan and, and tongan influence cool and cool. as well as you know of course hawaiian there's a lot of similarities so it's in the same um people group so language culture is real similar even genealogy bloodlines because there was a lot of you know travel in between Polynesian islands so there's in the Pacific there's three main people groups so Melanesia Micronesia and Polynesia mm. so Polynesia is pretty vast um mm. you know so Hawaii is the furthest west and mm. then you know you have Fiji Samoa Guam you know, indigenous people of, of oh. New Zealand, Maori, um, yes. Islands, um, you know, so it's a real Tahitian, you know, there's, um, and so it's all very closely related, even though they're unique languages and cultures and in between each different people group. To kick off the music portion of this episode, we're going to listen to Zato's song, Kui Kapono off of their debut album, Love is the Conqueror. And after we listen, he's going to share a little bit more about what went into creating the song.
language are you singing in? That's Hawaiian. And so what that means is Kui Kapono, it's um, a Hawaiian renaissance. So uh, Hawaii is the most isolated island chain in the whole world, which is, <laughs> is pretty unique. So not only all of our, our plant life, animal life is pretty unique to only Hawaii, but also culturally was really unique. Um, and so 
much of with the Western influence, especially of the U.S. and the illegal overthrow of Hawaii and and everything there was. Um, you know, it was illegal to speak Hawaiian and a lot of negative things. So in the the seventies, is Hawaiian Renaissance where really Native Hawaiians reclaimed their their language and culture and and uh, really fought. You know, so that it wasn't wasn't lost. And so, just around the around the same times, just after civil rights was Hawaiian Renaissance. And so along the same lines of the civil rights and. You know, gotcha. in the U.S., Hawaiians really fought for their their rights um, in the islands, and so that earlier chant "Kui Kapono" came out of that time of the '70s. So "Kui Kapono" means "stand for the right." "Kui mm. Kahava" um, means "stand for those who have been wrong." "Kuha Aheo" means "stand tall, stand proud." "Kueku" means "stand." And so, the neat thing was um, it was feet featuring Kavika Kahiapo, who was around and part of that movement in the 70s and is also one of the most famous Hawaiian slack key guitarists. And so he's doing the Oli and playing slack key. He's actually playing a, a double mandolin slack key in that song, so. No way, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, tell me about your new album, Love is the Conqueror. Yeah, so it's an incredible journey. Um, I've been playing music professionally for 25 years wow. and uh, tour, tour, toured with bands for many, many years and um, all different styles of music and, and uh, but was mostly a, a player. And so mostly either drums or keys or percussion touring with bands. And so I always wrote music, um, but I wasn't really, um, I didn't really see myself as a singer. <laughs> and so for me, it was more of a personal, personal thing. Yeah. When um, when I write, and um, and so it was, it was kind of a long time coming. I write for other artists and singers, but then definitely some singer songwriters and that I really respected were always encouraged me sing your own songs, you know. <laughs> and so it was yeah. a, a long time coming. So um, yeah, I've written you know, hundreds of songs over the years, but it's just uh, more of a, a new process of sharing that with the world, my original music. So it's yeah. something that was <laughs> more so just exciting. shared with those close to me. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage, you know, to, to go out there and, and put your own voice, you know, on the line kind of thing. But I um, was doing a little research on your website and I saw that you do social work as well in your free time. Yeah, so I, I've uh, had a huge heart always working with um, predominantly middle school and high school students. So I, I teach part time at a high school, inner city school in Honolulu. Mm -hmm. So I help run the ALC program, which is kind of last chance before students are kicked out of school. So most behavioral problems. So a lot of our kids have real rough stories, um, you know, and have been in and out of lockup and Gang related and all of that and so um and i also started the surf team for the that same high school so a lot of kids that live in government housing projects that uh, wouldn't have access to the ocean teach them how to swim and surf and i have students every year that have never seen the ocean because they never leave a mile radius of their housing projects and so it's such a a fun opportunity to expand their their world and 
Um, I also work for help out with a nonprofit in the same community. So that's a huge passion of mine is is the next generation and and even with the music side too is um, recently during during uh, COVID and everything started a record label and um, so we're working on the funding side and and um, students and the the community and low income communities of Oahu that would never have the chance. We have such talent in the islands. It's kind of like you come out of the womb, Polynesians yeah. harmonizing and yeah. everyone everyone plays instruments and every part you're at, they have Kani Kapila, you know, which is like just free jam sessions. And so it's yeah. such a part of the culture, but um, we have such talented artists um, and a lot of our, our, you know, lower income communities don't have access to recording and all of that. So that was, I started a record label so that students, um, it's just still in the process. It's all formed now and 2022 will be the first year we're signing some talent and working with top producers and engineers and actually getting, you know, singles and EPs out for young, young inner city students that wouldn't have the opportunity or access otherwise. Well, this one song, particularly the song Love, there it discusses some serious um, issues, like very real issues like addiction, mental health. Um, and then, you know, relationship struggles. What, um, what inspired you to write that song? So really that, that song, um, is two of my, my students' stories. So the first verse is a young, young female that work with it at school. Um, and that was her story of, you know, the abuse that she was facing you know, sexually in her home with um, relatives in her in her household, and um, and and the second the second story in verse two was a, a student that mom was an addict and you know taken from the home and had to go through so many different um, foster care homes, and then you know ended up trying to take his life and. And it was kind of like that question of of why, like, you know, if, why is my life, you know, um, being so hard or messed up and, you know, and even the deeper question of where is, where is God in the middle of this? And so the question um, that in the bridge is, is really answered. Um, uh, uh, it's a verse out of, out of scripture it says even if my father and mother abandons me the lord will hold me close that's mm -hmm. what the the bridge is referencing and then the the final chorus is the same melody but change the words instead of why 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 should she or he cry himself to sleep every night mm -hmm. um and it changes the words to love um love love uh wipes every tear that you know mm -hmm. and so the you know really that it goes with the whole theme of the album that love is the conqueror, you know, with so much brokenness and division and craziness in our, not only our country, but our world, communities and families that, that love is the answer and love is the conqueror. And yeah. Um, and if you take that to a spiritual level, you know, God is love. So let's dive in and listen to Azato's song, Your Love, off of Love is the Conqueror. Yeah. 
I heard it, it sounded like a prayer a little bit, the way the lyrics were, but um, I'm just, I'm curious, was it? <laughs> was that kind of the thought or was that totally, yeah? Oh, definitely. Like all of my original music, it's all definitely spiritual music. And so for me, when I write, um, I don't sit down and like, I'm going to write a song. It all comes out at once. And really my music, I mean, you captured it perfectly. It's, I would say that's the best way to describe how I write music. It's more of a prayer. Um, whatever I'm dealing with and going through um, is more of a prayer interaction with God. And then I'll actually write it down and I hear the full, you know, instrumentation and, and everything of the, the song. And so that's, that's a lot of, I mean, that's where my music comes from. So Your Love, yeah, is definitely talking about um, that one is addressing, you know, love for the, the Most High. And uh, and so it's really a, a prayer, a, a praise song, that, that tune on the album. Mm. I mean, on this album, Love is a Conqueror deals with, you know, a lot of different issues. Actually, three of the songs were written for students of, of mine that passed away. Dane Kavika Ortiz, that, that song was written for um, one of my students and close friend and neighbor that was um, lost at sea when he was fishing. And so I uh, wrote that the, the day that uh, they called off the search because we were diving for like three days looking for his body and never found him. And um, wow. so that song, um, he's Hawaiian, Puerto Rican. And so it has, um, you know, traditional Hawaiian slacky and um, as well as, um, you know, Hawaiian language and the, the song. And there's um, a song, Mahalo Nui Loa Fafitai. One of the girls that I coach for surf team, she's Hawaiian Samoan. So I wrote that song. It's in uh, Hawaiian and Samoan language. Um, and that, she was passed away in a car accident. And that song as well as then there was a, another song, Wesley. Ulangalo Sula, which um, that that song was one of our our boys that was murdered in one of the housing projects at sixteen. So wrote that song um, for him, and I had all his family actually sing on the chorus. Um, at the end, we go into a traditional Samoan himene, which is you know traditional hymn, um, and that's actually what the high school. He was a football player. The high school team sings before every football game. And it was really special because we had um, two of our, our band members are Samoan, and then we had um, myself and then uh, the whole Ohana, his family, all get to uh, sing at that, the end of that song. You know, life is, is challenging and <laughs> tough, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's all the perspective is can, you know, use anything as a, a stumbling block or a stepping stone and and it's uh we can't control what happens to us or those around us but we control reaction and and you know are we gonna become bitter or better are we gonna love or you know are we gonna you know buy into the anger or hate or you know and so mm -hmm. so that's really the, the message of this the album throughout every one of the the tunes all falls into that theme of of really no matter what the challenge is, because there was a song, no one else on the album that I wrote for my youngest sister, 
who deals with mental illness. And so that song was written actually when she was in a mental hospital and, um, and, um, and really not just for her, but for everyone that's, you know, you're beautiful. There's no one else like you, you know, and, uh, and yeah. just, you know, in the middle of, of brokenness, I always try to uh, focus on the hope. Having Azato on the show was such a treat. Their music and energy carry such a powerful message of love and light, even in the midst of tragedy. And their debut album, Love is the Conqueror, really is a gift to all who listen. So check out their music on all streaming platforms and stay tuned for their upcoming album, I Choose Love, which drops in 2022. They're hoping to get back on the road in the new year and have been invited to play a festival in Malawi, Africa next October. So if you find yourself in that corner of the world, you should absolutely check them out live. Wishing all you travelers a safe and happy new year. Thanks so much for listening to the show and don't get too comfy because our next trip is just around the corner. Thank you.